You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Welcome to episode 27 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli, and with me are Suze Gilbert. Hi, everyone. And Vicki Stokes. Hello. Now, before we begin, I want to say thank you to Guy Searle of the MyMac.com podcast for the hours he spent with me troubleshooting our audio issues. Now, I've got uh, in the notes that let's hope our time was well spent, but Guy, I'm sorry. Everything got messed up, and I don't know how, so I'm back to recording the old way. Guy spent a lot of time talking about Soundflower and running things through Audio Hijack Bro into GarageBand, and I don't know what happened. Soundflower changed its settings yet again. Maybe it's because I'm on Snow Leopard, but we're back to recording the old way, which is just Audio Hijack Pro. So, people, if you hear any problems with our sound, if it's too loud, too soft, whatever, please let us know and we'll continue to try to troubleshoot and try to make it better for everybody. So today's episode is dedicated, Suze and I are dedicating it to Vicky, and it's on crafts and crafting. <laughs> because Vicky is to crafting as I am to cooking. <laughs> That's the best analogy I could come up with because it's just not Vicky's thing. No, it's not. But maybe, Vicki, after you hear about the great websites that we have and the apps to, sh- to talk to you about, maybe you'll become a crafter. I'm glad we're doing this really early. I can take a nap. <laughs> well, you know, you know, I have to tell you, though, um, what I'm really interested in is to see how more and more males, um, our men, are going into knitting as a relaxation technique. You know, I... It's it's interesting too is that you know I if you remember Rosie Greer he used to do needlepoint needlepoint mm-hmm. remember that um, mm-hmm. uh, I think Lynn Swan did something I I just don't I don't really think there is I mean yes women are probably more interested in it but it's not necessarily sometimes the product it's the process you know I would have to say sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just very relaxing to be sitting there and having your hands do something you know and you know it's it I I think with you know with men um you know it's I know it's been looked down upon but I I have to say when I was in quilting years and years ago when I was doing fiber art we had um a lot of men I, there were a lot of men that, uh, um, you know, their wives talked them into quilting. And if you look at the quilt world even now, um, like Michael James, um, oh my gosh, uh, I, I just lost a few of the m- big male quilters. But men have really um, set quilting on its ear as far as making art quilts. So, you know, I think that the old um, mores and paradigms are kind of breaking, the walls are breaking down there, and it's becoming more accepted. So, yeah. you know, yeah, and my, why shouldn't it? Because it's just a create, it's a, it's an avenue of creativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my dad actually used to embroider. I remember in my, um, I started first grade kindergarten, it is. And we had to have this, uh, towel. Everybody had their own, had their own towel because we would take a nap and, and, uh, they were, we, we were reading time and we would sit on our towels. So my dad bought me this big beach towel and he embroidered 
my uh, initials and you know he, he nicknamed me honeybee so he put embroidered honeybees all over the blanket and my teacher loved it and I loved it and he tried to teach me and, and my mom tried to teach me to sew and if I'm not good at something I just don't like doing it I just wasn't good so I just no I don't want to do that but I also think it's it's like with anything it's like with mm-hmm. art it's like with drawing it's the more you do the better you get you know the, mm-hmm. the, it's it's like a problem yeah, yeah, I have to just stick with it, and I just couldn't. I just felt so frustrated because my dad could do it, and I couldn't do it. You know, this is a girl thing. He's trying to show me how to do it. Well, you know, it's interesting. In Tucson, um, there's a huge, huge jewelry show every year, the Big Gem Show, and it's usually in February, and it's massive. It takes over the whole city of Tucson. And what again, what's very interesting is um, there are a lot of men, I mean, there's predominantly men, I would say, making some fabulous work with either glass, they're doing a lot of either blowing glass or lamp work, you know, with beads. And, um, you know, that's just really interesting. And my husband, we went to um, the gym show when you're on advice of our friend Jackie. And uh, my husband really was fascinated with the glass. So mm-hmm. he ended up buying some glass and he's done um, some, a matter of fact, I'm wearing one of his beads uh, on my neck today. But, you know, I just think it's, I think it's cool. Yeah, you know, I just yeah. think it's really cool. And Haystack, when I went up to Haystack, which is in Deer Isle, Maine, that is like a, a, a crafts, it's fine, it's fine craft. But the glass blowing studio and the ceramics and you know the art quilts. I mean, it's just um, they had blacksmithing. I just think yeah, it's yeah, becoming the, the, yeah. The glass work is sort of like metal. blacksmithing, isn't it? It's sort of that craft is sort of similar. The yeah, metallurgy exactly. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I just think it's becoming more accepted, which it's great. You know, there shouldn't mm-hmm. be any. It shouldn't be that's a girl thing or that's a guy thing. No, one of my I, best I think friends, it's beautiful. I wish I could do it. I do. I, 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 I'm just envious of people that are talented and artistic, and I just don't see myself that way. Um, I have paintings that I need to put on my wall, and I can't decide where I want to put them. They're just sitting on the floor. Everyone the is creative. <laughs> Every, I always tell my kids that everyone is creative. <laughs> said, uh, said the creative woman. <laughs> no, I think everyone is creative. It's just finding your it's finding your interest in working with it. You know, I think yeah. that's what it is. And going one step at a time. Exactly. Baby you know, steps. a lot a lot of times you'll hear knitters say, "I want to I want to knit a sweater." And someone else will say to them, oh, no, 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 not the first time on your first project. You shouldn't knit a sweater the first time. It really depends on the individual. If the person is like me, who kind of picked it up very quickly, I could have knit a sweater. Actually, I actually did knit a sweater pretty much right out of the gate. But if it's someone like Vicky, who's kind of unsure and is interested, but is afraid that she won't do well, that's when I would say, why don't you do something small like a scarf where exactly. it's got two basic stitches and all you're not increasing, you're not decreasing, you're just knitting one row, purling one row, knitting one row, purling one row, and then just make it as long as you want and then bind off. And that way you get that feeling of success, like, hey, I can do this, and then build your skills from there. I agree with that. I agree because, you know, that's the thing is I think people get overly ambitious, you know, thinking, oh, you know, yeah, I'll make a sweater. And then they, they invest the money, they invest in a lesson, and then... You know, 
they make a mistake, you know, say in the ribbing. And, you know, I ripped out whole sides of sweaters if I've seen a mistake. But not everyone will, will do that. And then they get frustrated and they put it down and it becomes an unfinished project, you know. Mm-hmm. It's sad. sort of like I was in home ec class for maybe a, a couple of days. Um, and uh, I got out because everybody knew how to sew, like basic hemming and putting buttons on. And I was too embarrassed to let everybody know that I didn't know how to do that. So I, 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 went, I went to band instead. <laughs> I dropped home And, you know, and I envy you, Vicki, because I wish I was musical. I really, yeah. really do. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but I also think with quilting, when I was teaching uh, quilting, you know, I always had them start because the stitching is important. And I always had them start off small. You know, um, when I was doing, we'd start with a, a small art block. You know, they would design something and they would, you know, we'd talk about color and, you know, design and composition and then the stitching. And so they took baby steps. And I used to have people that would continue to sign up for my classes. And they were, I'm telling you, they were better than I was at the end because they just started small and then you know they got into designing their own and becoming more and more um complex you know their designs became more complex so but i think it's a good idea well vicky i think a good website for you to check out if you decide that you do want to become a little craftier is called craftsy it's www.craftsy.com c-r-a-f-t-s-y and it's a website that has classes and it it composed of um, cake decorating, crocheting, cooking, embroidery, home and garden, jewelry, knitting, paper crafts, quilting, sewing, spinning, and weaving. Some of them are free, and some of them do have a fee. You know, anywhere from, I'd say, $20 to $30 seems to be the average price. So if I click on knitting, for example, and I have signed up for some of these crafty classes, mm-hmm. uh, craftsy, I'm sorry, and they're videos, yeah. So the nice thing about it is once you buy one of these classes, it's yours. It's not, wow. I mean, sometimes it's better to go to a physical location and have a teacher right there to show you. But once mm-hmm. that teacher is, once the class is over, the teacher is gone, it's over. Yeah. These are actual videos so that anytime you want, you can go watch the class in full. You can watch a single lesson. Sometimes they'll have PDFs that you can download that goes along with the classes. Mm-hmm. And you can go back so you can say, gee, I forgot how to do the bind off. Go to the class that had the bind off, go to that lesson, watch the class. You know, it could be three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I think seeing is better than, you know, picking up a book and reading about how to do something yeah. like that. That'd be very difficult. I mean, some of these are, are more complex, like this one, top-down Icelandic sweater. A little complex there. That's, that's, that's for the more advanced knitter. But it also has things like how to design your own, your own garments. Mm-hmm. There's a knit lab here, which is marked great for beginners. It says it teaches you basic skills, tools, and supplies that you need. It's a $20 class. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another class on mastering cables, fitting your knits to your own specific body, mm-hmm. shawls, sock workshops, uh, curvy knits if you're more of a curvy girl. You know, how to make the your sweaters fit your body. They even have things on toys. A lot of people like to knit toys. I'm not one of them, but a lot of people do. So there's a class on that. There's a class on uh, bread making. Oh, yeah. There's a class for children. That's my kind of class. Yeah. That's, that's Elisa's class. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, but there's there's quilting classes. I, I, dec- I downloaded one, which I haven't watched yet, on cake decoration. I downloaded. I think I, would, I think I would like to do something like mittens or something like that. Yeah, something that's small. You yeah. can do that. You can do, can do it for my in a couple. Yeah, a couple of evenings. 
You can make yeah. a pair of gloves. I download no, the class. No, no, not a couple of years. <laughs> I download the class on quilting for. Um, um, I'm trying to remember now which which one was it. It was for basically how to lay your quilt top out so it stretches nicely, and then basting it, and then how to do an all over quilting on top of it. I've got about oh, halfway. How to make bags, uh, bucket bags, and mm-hmm. oh, that's a good idea. You could use yeah. those for grocery shopping and everything. Yeah. Huh. And we also, as, as knitters, we use them as project bags. Oh, that's a good idea. So it's a really, it's a really nice site. They have sales all the time. If you sign up for their newsletter, they have sales all the time. They have a Mother's Day sale mm-hmm. for yeah. this weekend, which... You can, time. Gift, you can gift the class. That's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they have a lot of sales a lot of the time, 20% off, up to 50% off, a lot of free classes. So mm-hmm. you can put your toes in the water to see, first of all, do I like this site? Yeah. And then second of all, do I like how the the projects are presented? Mm-hmm. And you know, is it worth it to me to spend $20, $30, $40 on a class that I'm interested in? Yeah, I like to sew the perfect fit. I think my sister who knows how to sew very well would like that, you know, because yep. she, she could sew for someone else that's, you know, like you said, curvy or skinny mm-hmm. or something like that. And they're always adding on new designers, new new topics, new fields. So, mm-hmm. wow. so that's, that's a good place to maybe put your toes in the water and see what you think. Wow, I wish I had known this before the class, before this, this episode. Maybe I would have <laughs> taken the class and I could have... <laughs> Well, you have to do that and report back to us. Okay. All right. I will. I definitely will. I want to there's a lot of, back. Yeah, because there's a lot of free ones, so you can, you know, mm-hmm. not worry about, oh, I just spent money. But they're not expensive. You know, no, that's what I mean. They're yeah. not, and they have sales all the time. Yeah. $20 or... Mm-hmm. I think that's the most expensive one I've seen. Mm-hmm. I, I think mean, I, the, least, the least expensive is 20 $20. Yeah. I think I paid $5 for one of the classes. Wow. Yeah. So... I just have to break the bank. Yeah. So I just have to find the time to sit down and actually watch all the classes that I bought. So, yeah. Oh, you you can watch them at any time? Any, yep. Yep. So there's no time limit on No, it's not like a college class kind of a thing where it starts Uh on this date and ends on this date. Uh This is once you buy it, it's yours. Oh, so so take my time. Yep. So you can can say, well, every Saturday at two o'clock, I'm going to sit down and watch one lesson. Okay. And then I'm going to work on that lesson till the following Saturday at 2 o'clock. Or if, you know, you can't sleep at night, it's 3 o'clock in the morning, you say, okay, I think I'm going to be do something useful and I'm going to go online and I'm going to learn how to do, you know, sew a straight seam or, mm-hmm. you know, cut out fabric the right way, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Make candy. Make candy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's a really good site to check out. Okay. <clears throat> Let me have that to favorites. <laughs> We're creating a monster, Suze. Yes. Well, she'll she'll be um, she'll she'll be busy for the rest of the podcast. She won't be listening to us. Hmm. Yes. So say goodbye, Vicky. Bye. <laughs> well, my my app is um, for quilters for or for people that want to learn how to quilt. Um, you know, when I think back. Of the things I think I treasure um, in my life, my great grandmother, my Polish grandmother that came over uh, when she was 16, she was a really avid quilter. And at that time, you know, back in the 30s, 40s, they made quilts uh, as a utilitarian type thing, you know, so many of them really were in very bad shape. And I started quilting when my youngest. I think was three. I took a I took a class at an adult ed class just to get myself out of the house, you know, from 
from you know raising two kids just for to do something and I absolutely fell in love I loved it loved it loved it and it was a quilt quilt it was just you know like a trip around the world it was strip pieced and I think I made everyone for Christmas they got a quilt that year I mean I made like seven quilts in two months but um this is a the app I want to talk about is a free app I can't believe it's free I really can't it's called block fab uh, so block fab hd it's it's an ipad app and what i like about this app is it has a library and it really has some really nice blocks you know it's it, they're not really applique so if you're looking for something uh, to applique which applique is basically sewing another piece of fabric on top of something another piece of fabric that's that won't have it here but this has a lot of pieced blocks and what's really, really nice about this, I, I still can't believe this is a free app, but they have a really nice variety in their library. So say, for instance, um, you wanted to make, um, I'm just going to throw out a, a block, uh, you wanted to make a bear paw quilt. So when you select that particular, in the library, you select that block, it tells you that it's a grid, it's a 7x7 seven seven grid, and it tell, if you can basically... Um, select the size you want to make the the finished block size so if you want to make a 12 inch block and you want to make say a queen size quilt or uh, you want to make a twin quilt you could have 12 blocks and then it tells you the fabric requirements for it you can pick your different colorways too they have a lot of different colorways that you can select um, then you can it's based on 40 inch wide fabric so it tells you um, how much fabric you need to buy and then how to cut it and what's really nice is it tells you you know how, how many half square triangles how many squares and it tells you you'll need seven strips like say if I wanted it for this particular block for 12 um, blocks that are going to be a finished size of 12 inches I'm going to need 192 half square triangles and then if you click on the seven strips, you tap on that, which you're going to need two and five-eighths inch wide, it tell, she tells you how to cut it. So that's really nice. Then you can take a screenshot. It has different colorways, and you can actually um, tap layout, and you can. it has a slide show of all these different layouts for this particular block. And you can have it, you know, plain. You can have it with sashing. You can have it paired with different blocks, so make more of an art-type quilt. And you can go through this, you can have a scrappy colorway. And then what you can do is you tap on, um, when, you, when you like something, you can take a screenshot of it. And so that it's in your photo album. And then you can send, you can actually email yourself the fabric requirements. So it'll tell you exactly how much fabric to buy. So you, when you open that up at the fabric store, you're good to go. So I, I think it's a fabulous little app for free. I, I think anybody that's interested in quilting should um, download this app. You, you know, you can, it's a really nice way to figure out, um, you know, different colorways, uh, different block patterns, and you can start off with something very, very simple. If you were going to ask me for a simplistic type of quilt, then a rail fence would be really easy. Uh, shoe fly is very easy. That's um, uh, a square within a square. That's based on an Amish design. So, and then it, it gets more complex. She actually has some uh, nice complexity of uh, of blocks. So it runs the gamut. 
Did you Very know nice that? Did, Suzanne, did you know that this same developer has another app? It's it's an iPhone app called Quilt Fab. Nope, I didn't. It's not. the same idea. <laughs> it's the same idea because I have this on my iPad. It's the same idea, but it doesn't have specific blocks the way this okay. one. But the way this one does the block fab. But you yeah. would you would put in the width that you want your quilt to be with borders and the height, yep. how wide your fabric is. So it tells you um, how much backing you'll need, it how what size you want your binding to be. So it'll tell you how much how much yardage you have to buy for your binding. If you want mitered borders and how wide they are, how much fabric you need for your borders, and the same for your sashing tri- uh, sashing strip and your setting triangles if you're going to be using them. You know, like this says, if I wanted twenty blocks of that were ten inch finished. I would need two and a quarter yards of fabric. And the same thing, you can send it an email to yourself so you know how much fabric to buy. So this is more, um, what's not generic, but more the, no, overall, it's, it's more the overall, more the yeah. overall quilt as opposed to the yeah. specific block. So in combination. Yeah, oh, would it would be, be great because, you know, I think she's done a nice job with this app only because, you know, that's the big thing is that when you find a quilt layout that you like, um, you know, because the other thing, you know, you have you, the paired um, aspect of this. When you pair it with another block, you get some really beautiful combinations. And so, you know, if you like a particular layout, that's the next thing. Is so many people, when I used to work at a quilt store, people would come in and they would say, this is the quilt I want to make. How much fabric do I need? You know, I and you, for somebody that hates math like I do, oh, I got really good at math. <laughs> <laughs> basic arithmetic because you know you really would or fractions I should say because you would have to figure out how much yardage they would need in the strips so but this does it all for you so it does it takes all that math away and you can just you know say okay I can go in and always you know I would recommend if somebody downloads this app and they fall in love with it and they want to make a quilt and they get the fabric requirements you always want to make sure that you always buy more than you need so don't get stingy. If it says two and five eighths yard, you know, buy three yards because you just never know. You may want to make it bigger. Um, you go back in, you may want to use that for a border and they've run out of that fabric. Fabric turns over very, very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would always recommend, um, you know, people buying a little bit more than they need, especially because you might end up, you know, binding it with that and you need at least you know, uh, a half yard to five-eighths yard to bind with, so. This I like, I just downloaded it as you were talking, and I like how you can take the one block, lay it out to look at a finished quilt, and change, yeah. the, and change the colorway. I know. It's addicting. You can just sit there and just keep flicking through. It really is neat. Yeah, now, some of the nice. colorways, granted, I'm not thrilled with. I kind of like the Halloween one because I really like dark colors. But an- another thing is really nice um, for people that if you go under settings, if you're in the block part of this and you go under settings, um, you can actually change the, t- the fabric uh, width that you want. So say if you want a basin instead of 40 inch fabric, you want a basin on 45 inch or 44 inch fabric, which is usually normal. Uh, gives you shrinkage percentages if you, and, uh, gives you a little bit of excess. How, you know, if you you want to take off an inch to straighten your ends when you're strip cutting. So that gives you a more exact part, uh, exact, uh, uh, figure for, 
your fabric requirements, but it also gives give you gives you a metric, uh, which I think is important. You know, so if you're in England or Canada and where they use the metric system, that's really nice. And also you can um, uh, switch it to left-handed cutting. So just just a really nice app. And again, I still can't believe it's a free app. Yeah, this is very very nice. Yeah, Vicky, you still there? Hello. <laughs> Vicky, I'm, I'm doing some craft. I took a picture of my dog as he um, <laughs> as he stares out the window. <laughs> well, Vicky, here's another site for you okay. because we know that you're going to pick up knitting soon. <laughs> I just I know this deep down in my heart. That, that so intimidates me. It well, really does. Uh, I know I would never do knitting. That is really really difficult for me. Well, you might crochet. Now, some people prefer crochet because it's only the one hook versus yeah, the two, yeah. the two needles or possibly yeah. four with knitting. Mm-hmm. But the place that you want possibly to go four? to, what are you talking if, you're about? Do, if you're using double points, <laughs> you use don't, four. Don't go there. <laughs> don't go there. I'm, going, I'm thinking back the train up. Don't go there with her yet. <laughs> then I, I guess I won't tell her about the hat that I'm knitting for a baby that's no. using four double points. I won't mention that. No, okay. I, I don't Thank think you. that's a good thing to mention. I won't, I won't say anything about that, Vicki. No. A place that you want to go that is just, like you said, um, Suzanne, you can't believe that this app is free. Well, I can't believe that this website is free. Ravelry. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, you agree. told us about that. Yeah. R-A-V-E-L-R-Y, Ravelry.com. Yeah. This is like the be-all and end-all for craft. For knit, it's for knitters, crocheters, spinners, weavers, if you dye yarn, if you're a pattern writer, if you sell project bags that you sew yourself. This, I'm on this website constantly. Mm-hmm. You can be as active or as passive as you want to be. All you need is an email address and a password to sign on. And when you sign on, you have your your own project page. And on the project page, there's like a little about me section. And in the about me section, you can put in as much information about yourself or as little. They only ask for a first name, how long you've been uh, on Ravelry, a website that you might, or a blog that you want to connect to, you know, a little bit of personal information, but you can leave it totally blank if you want to. Your notebook is where you keep all your projects. And it's a great way to keep track of everything you've made. You can take notes, uh, the yarns that you use, the needles that you use, the starting and end date of when you finish that project. Uh, pictures. So I have it connected to my Flickr account. So I take a picture, put it up on Flickr, and then link it to my project page that I can see finished pictures. And other people can see it. So that's the nice thing, is if I want to make, um, say, a clap of tea, which is a hugely, hugely popular kind of a shawl that came out a few years ago, I can click on the clap of tea, it shows me the pattern, and it shows me the 10,000 of them that other people made. And I can search within that to say, well, I only want to see blue ones, I only want to see green ones, I only want to see ones made of lace weight yarn. I want to see ones made of sport weight yarn. I want to see ones that were only made in 2012. So I have different parameters I can use to see the finished product to see how other people made it. What does it look like if it's blue? What does it look like if it's green or black? What about people who made it with striped yarn? So it's just an endless, endless 
of different things that you can search for. I can search for patterns based on if they're free or paid for. Are they knit? Are they crochet? Are they for babies, men, women? Is it for the house? Do I want to make a cardigan or do I make a pullover sweater? It's unbelievable. If I have a particular yarn that I want to use, I can search for that yarn and see what other people made with that yarn. There's forums where I can talk to other people about a particular project. I mean, I'm in a Boston Red Sox forum where we just talk about the Red Sox. <laughs> you know, so it's not just about knitting, but I, I, I'm in uh, groups for podcasts. There's a lot of knitting podcasts that I listen to. And all of the knitters have groups and forums on Ravelry so that you people can talk to each other about the episode, about a project. There's contests. There's, there's, there's groups on um, Star Trek. There's groups on Mac lovers, cooking. There's sewing. I'm in a, I'm in a group for uh, words with friends. It just, just, there's just tons. There's just, it's just an unbelievable resource. I mean, how often do you go on, Suze? Um, in the winter, I go on often. I I only knit in the winter. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really knit that much in the summer. That's just the way, I don't know, that's just a weird thing. It's from a Maine, I guess it's from when I lived in Maine. I always, you know, used to knit in the winter. But um, I don't do that much knitting in the summer. So there's something about cocooning in the winter when it's cold. And I just love hearing the clicking of knitting needles. And I did a lot of knitting this past winter. But I think it's a fabulous site. I agree, Lisa. Anybody that's interested in knitting, you can find so many freebies on there. I mean, yeah, some you have to pay for. But, I mean, it's not much, you know. Really, it's not very much at all. It's it's like going into a quilt shop and buying a pattern. You know, some of them are eight or nine dollars. Some of these patterns are like five, four dollars. I mean, you're just really donating to the pattern designer in many cases. What's also nice is when you buy through Ravelry, it stays in your library. Yeah. So when you buy something, uh, you print out the pattern and maybe you lose it or, you know, whatever. Go back on Ravelry, print it out again. It stays in your library. They also have a queue. So if you see something that you like, or whether it's a paid pattern or not, you can put it in your queue. And you can say, gee, I really like this. Maybe one day I'll make it. Instead of having to say, what was the name of that pattern again? I can't remember who designed it. So that you can look it up, just look through your queue. Yeah. It's it's right there. And you go, oh, there it is. And then you click on the link, and then you can buy it. And a lot of times the designers will make things free for whatever reason. For a temper, you know, for a, a a small amount of time, or they'll make it a sale. Maybe it's uh their birthday. A lot of designers will say, "Hey, it's my birthday. For the next five days, this pattern is going for free, or it's going to be fifty percent off." And that's a lot of times when I take them. I I grab them when they have the sales or the freebies. So I have a, and I only have a three page queue right now. Some people have hundred page queue. I mean, they have ridiculous amount of stuff in their cues. And you can tag everything. So you can say, well, you know, these these are socks, these are sweater, these are for babies, these are for home. So that you can when you're looking for something, you can say, hmm, there's a new baby coming into my life and I want to knit the baby a sweater. So you can just look through your cue and, and just put the tag, just put baby sweater and only baby sweaters will come up. Which makes it a lot easier to find. Elisa, you can also go to Google and go baby sweater and then just buy one. It's not the same. I mean, I'm looking. I'm looking at my 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 project page right now, and I've got 
One, two, three. I've got three baby blankets that I made. I've got a a niece that's going to be born in September. So I've got three baby blankets I've already And you got the pressure of getting this done by September. Well, actually by July for the shower. Oh God! And a little pair, and a little pair of baby socks, and I finished. A, I finished two sweaters. I just finished one yesterday, and I'm knitting a matching hat. But see, I love it. I love being able to do this. So as soon as I yeah, heard, yeah. like when my niece had had the baby in April, as soon as she told us she was pregnant, it's like out the door. I went to buy some yarn, and I'm you know frantically knitting. But, it's, but it's, I enjoy it. Yeah, but but now they expect you to do this all the time. That's okay. Okay. And I already have some hats queued up that I'm going to make for both of them, like a Halloween hat. Looks like a little pumpkin. <laughs> Oh, I love those. Yeah, so I have to, you know, so once the babies are born, then I'll, I'll probably give them, give them both mm. little pumpkin hats. They're so adorable. Yeah, they're the and, the thing, and the thing is, when you're making a baby sweater, it's not like making an adult sweater. It takes, I, I can make a baby sweater if I have the time. I could, like, in two or three days. So you can make a hat doesn't... in a couple of hours, couldn't you? <laughs> probably yeah. less than that because the head's so small. Yeah, the hat I'm the hat I'm well the hat I'm making now it has six inches of ribbing and then once you finish the ribbing then you start decreasing to the crown and yeah. so once I get to that point it'll take about an hour it's the ribbing that takes some time I saw and what's I nice, saw one lady made this like headband and it had like flowers mm-hmm. on it and mm-hmm. it was like I knit it crocheted yeah that so takes cute. about an hour I did that for my the niece that was already born. I had some leftover yarn from a sweater I made her, so I found the little headband. It's so cute. I'm going to do some of those. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that only takes about an hour. Yeah, yeah. Me probably longer, pretty... but, but still, it's, it's something But see, if I, remember, if I remember correctly, it was just knitting maybe seven stitches. It wasn't that wide. So you just knit, mm-hmm. knit, knit to a certain point. Mm-hmm. Sew the end together, so now you've got the circle. And then all I did was knit basically another strip and fold it over... And sew it down. It looks like a little flower. Mm-hmm. Boom. I mean, it's... Yeah, it, 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 it took nothing, and you could use scraps for it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go out and buy a whole skein of yarn. You can say, oh, I've got some leftover scrap from the baby sweater or the baby blanket I just made. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't it, need it a lot can of match the, the headband can match the sweater mm-hmm. and, the, and the blanket. Absolutely. That's what I'm doing. I made a little kimono <laughs> for the, you know, out of... Um, Jacquard yarn, so it automatically self stripes, mm-hmm. like a little floral. You can sell product. your stuff, Elisa. You can start your own website. No, no I don't think so. Yeah, you could. I buy it. Nah. I'll just say, and then you can say, I, I did it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I'm just taking from the kimono, I'm just taking the leftover yarn and making the hat. Mm-hmm. And what's nice about the baby hat is with the ribbing, mm-hmm. when the baby is a newborn, you pull the ribbing, you know, you cuff it. Mm-hmm. And as the baby grows, you just bring the cuff down, down, down until there's no more cuff. So theoretically, the baby can wear that hat from birth till two to three years old. So when you finish it, do you take pictures and then post it up? On- mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, I post it. I post mm-hmm. them on Flickr. Mm-hmm. And then when you make your project page, you know, for each project, you just bring the picture in from Flickr. Okay. And so, so that other people can see it. Are there people there to help you? Absolutely. Oh, the forum. There's a forum there. Okay. Well, what you do is is, okay, like the, the, the kimono that I just finished yesterday. If I was having a problem with it, I could click and see the other people that were making the kimono, mm-hmm. and then I could email one of them through Ravelry as a message okay. and just say, hey, I saw you made this kimono. I'm stuck on this portion. I don't understand the directions. Can you explain them to me? Okay. And then I've never had anyone say no to me. Mm-hmm. When, when I've had a question, people have responded, and mm-hmm. people have emailed me saying, hey, you made this project. I'm stuck on here. Can you help me? 
and then I help them. So it's a nice, you know, it's a nice give and take. Yeah, you said something about once you get to a certain point, you have to sew. What do you mean? Oh, with needle uh, and thread? Like, with the, with the yarn, you just oh, take a, a okay. needle and yarn okay. and just like just sew it closed. Right. I mean, it's not like it's not not major sewing skills, just sewing it closed. Mm. That's major to me. And the flower goes over where you would sew it closed, oh, so that okay. no one so can see the seam. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So it's so that's cute. So, mm-hmm. Ravelry. If you are any kind of uh, fiber artist, and it's like I said, it's free, and you don't even people don't even have to know that you're on. You, you can you can friend people so that you can easily see their projects, but you don't have to. Okay. I just got me an account. I'm going to try to do some mitt- yeah. some mittens. <laughs> yeah, I said, it's totally there. free. Mm-hmm. And you can you can friend me if you want to see my uh it's not like mm-hmm. face it's not like Facebook where if I friend you you have to friend me back. Mm-hmm. It's more like Twitter where I can follow you but you don't have to follow me back. Okay. Kind of a thing. So if you decide that you want to be a friend, I'll just get a note saying, "Hey, Vicky's your friend now." I'm like, "Okay." Right. And then I can choose to friend you back. Okay. You, you don't show up, Elisa. I'm under Sensei Dai. Oh, it's not your name. Okay. Yeah, so if you just look under Sensei Dai, you'll find me. Okay. Okay, for the, for the um, saving of time, I'm, the next, there's two quilting apps I'm going to cover. Um, one is Applique. They're both $14.99 apps. The first one is Applique, and I have to throw out a disclaimer. The reason why I chose this app is because I'm a huge Applicare. Um, this is a basic... Uh, app. It's a lot of video. The only thing that concerns me about a $15 app, it is compatible with the iPhone, iPod Touch, and the iPad, is that it has not been updated for a year. And in the description, um, it was going to be updated with additional videos that would have would have covered silk ribbon embroidery, uh, dimensional applique, and other techniques, but I don't see that it's been updated. So just keep that in mind if this is something that you would like. But I think for a basic app uh, to teach you how to applique, I think there's some really nice videos in this one. I had a friend. I have a friend that owns this one, and um, you know I think it's I think it's good for the beginning the beginner applique because uh, Sandra Mullen, who is a, a, a a well-known applique teacher and uh, artist, a quilt artist. She basically gives you different ways to achieve that. So like with freezer paper or using, um, you know, glue sticks, the bias tape makers, um, bias bars. So it's, I think, I think this is a good app to have. If you're curious about applique, you want to improve your applique. um, That's, that's about the cost you would of you know a couple magazines or you know a, a small book, and it is all video. And some people really like the hands-on. And what I like about this particular app, when I've seen the videos, is she um, gives you a lot of different tips. But it's there's also her applicating, but also from above. So it gives you that above view. So you're looking down, watching what she's doing. I like that. You know, if, if you're going to do a how-to video. But the next app is Quiltography. Again, that's a $14.99 app. Um, it's a pretty incredible app. It's, uh, it's, it's a great app for di- designing some basic quilts. It differs in, of course, with BlockFab HD because this one is $15 and, of course, BlockFab isn't. But what you can do with this app is you can take a photo of your fabric. So if you have a fairly large fabric stash or you're in a you're in a uh, quilt shop and you love a particular fabric, you can take a photo with your iPhone 
and you can bring it up and you can basically um, you know select the block that you want the different colorways that you want you can have up to five colors uh, you can even put the manufacturer where you bought it so you can add a lot of information and description about that fabric but what's nice about it is that you can go into the block designing part of the app and then you can customize you can have a big selection of your library of fabrics and then you can start designing with the different blocks that they give you and then you can, of course you have your layout and they also have a very unique feature which it's a photo to quilt so they have some photos to quilt um, and you can export your quilt design to a PDF and uh, you know mail it to yourself or open it up in pages or whatever I think this for $14.99 I think this is a really great um, app I like the fact they give you all the cutting requirements you can when you lay out your uh, your quilt you can again you can design you, it's a little bit different than block fab where you can put how many horizontal blocks you want how many vertical blocks you want if you want a border or not if you want them on point which basically is a block on point the sashing width or no sashing if you want cornerstones which are the little squares in between sashing uh, your edge sashing and your borders it's it's really really nice and you know I think when you're designing a quilt having your own fabrics rather than a colorway is just a really nice um, uh, you know way to design something so you can basically audition some fabrics before you buy them so if you go to the quilt shop and you think eh, I really like that fabric but I'm not sure you know about the layout you can go home you can design your block and you say okay that is the fabric I want or you can take a bunch of photos of the fabrics and you know like I said audition them and figure out which one you want to buy so I think this is a really really nice app for $14.99 mm. I think again I think if you are a serious quilter this is probably an app you want in your arsenal on your iDevice. Mm, it is a nice app. And it's recent, just came out. Yeah. It's gotten really good reviews. Uh, Apple K also has gotten five-star reviews. So they're both, they're both reviewed very well. So those are the end of my quilting apps. But I think, I think, um, I think quiltography is probably my favorite. Well, the next one is for Vicki again. <laughs> Because now that she's joined Ravelry and is going to start knitting some knittens, you might <laughs> you might come across something that you don't understand. You might say, okay, I know how to knit, I know how to purl, but now they're saying do a yarn over. What does that mean? How do I do that? Where do I look it up? There's a website called knittinghelp.com, and it has a lot of videos, and it shows you in maybe 30 seconds, how to do a particular stitch. And they go very slowly so that you can really see how the stitch is done. They do it for people who hold the yarn in their left hand, and they do it for people who hold their yarn in their right hand. Because, Vicki, some people knit with their left, you know, with, their, with yarn in the left and yarn in the right. They call it continental and English-style knitting. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I knit... English. I put it with my right hand. Uh, there's also uh, throwing and picking and all these other different terms, but it's whatever makes you feel comfortable. It's not right or wrong. It's just what makes you feel comfortable. So what you would do is you would just go to the, you could go to the search. So it's knittinghelp.com and it has a little, this one shows like a little English method it says, and it's a short little video 
and it shows you really up close how to do a particular stitch. So I've done that when I've read directions and it says, knit two, purl two through the back loop. Huh? And I just go to this website, look at the video and go, oh yeah, that's how you do it. And then it's nice because it's a small, short video. You can watch it and watch it and watch it with your knitting in front of you until you understand and then move on and continue with your project. Mm-hmm. So it's a great little website just for that real quick, how do I do this? Knittinghelp.com. Well, my next app is a paper app. It came out, I couldn't wait till it came out, and it is a lot of fun. It's really fun with to use with kids. I It's called Foldify. It's currently $2.99. It's an iPad-only app. Um... And it does work on the iPad Mini. And I really enjoy this app. I When they first came out with it, um, there were some very basic shapes. And basically what you do is you can create these papers. Sh- you, you select a shape. Say, for instance, you selected the car. Um, and when you select that car, you can change it. You can put, um, you know, you could put a face on it. You can change the color. You can add all sorts of things. You can draw on it. And then they came up with a couple of updates which allow you to import photos. And what happened is they, when you open up Foldify, you are basically, um, you have a variety of shapes, a heart, a square, um, a mushroom shape, a house, a boss, um, a person, tree. Um, so there's a few shapes there. And then you have an online button, which tells you what's trending. So you can see what other people have designed with it. And I particularly love the Steve Jobs that somebody designed. And you can basically, um, you can share that design with Facebook or Tumblr or whatever. Or you can send the PDF to yourself. And you have three different sizes, small, medium, large. So I basically printed out Steve Jobs and I have him in my Mac room. Um, He's up on my Mac. (laughs) And it's a lot of fun. They give you the folding lines. And so it's just a fun thing to do, like I said, with kids. The only thing they have now on the online is they have a heart so you can like something. And they have uh, a little triangle with an exclamation mark. Because, of course, you always have people that have to mess it up for everyone. And people were taking some um, really... um, Uh, sleazy shots of themselves I would say mm, kind of porn and they were posting it so now you can report it something right away and they take it off the uh, online you know list right away but there's a lot of uh, really fun ones right now I just uh, downloaded somebody took a shot of an aquarium and they made like this little standing aquarium it's just it's fun to do with kids especially kids that are really into Minecraft because you can do some Minecraft type of boxes with them and and um, they have that. Uh, hearts. I made a heart for my girlfriend when she got her new dog. And you basically, uh, like I said, you can air pr- it is compatible with air prints. So you can use a compatible air printer. It prints it out in color and then you cut it out and then you fold it and you have this three dimensional shape. I think it's, it, there's not another app like it or there wasn't. There are some, um, copycat apps now, but at the time there wasn't anything. Um, in this app and they just I think they're giving you now um, there's 16 different shapes 16 different templates and they also have a coloring book where they have actual uh, black and white designs on it that you can color in 
and they have a lot of different tools. There's some in-app purchases. So say, for instance, you want to make a person and you want to have more, add more clothes than the ones they give you there. You can buy, you know, um, more eyes and more stuff like that. But they give you a lot of different types of things to use. It's just a really fun app. For $2.99, it went free a few weeks ago, but it came out at $4.99. I bought it at $4.99. And they have Valentine's things. They have, and you know, I feel like kids like to draw. It's it's just a great app. It's great for adults too. What am I saying? I, I use it a lot. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm a kid at heart, but you know, it's kind of cute. Like for, um, I did this whole Mario theme because they had, you know, um, they had the little toadstools and everything, and somebody had designed Mario and Luigi, so I printed those out. Uh, for my son when he comes because he's a huge Mario fan. So it's just it's just kind of it's just a fun app. So Foldify. Well, Vicky, this is the last step for you. Okay. So now, now you're on Ravelry, and you've got some projects in mind, and you've gone to Knitting Help to find out how to do those certain little things that you can't figure out how to do, and you went to Craftsy to take some lessons on how to do things. Mm-hmm. So now you're looking for some more patterns. Nitty.com. It is another free website. It updates four times a year for every uh, season. And it comes out with all different kinds of patterns. It could be scarves, shawls, hats, gloves, sweaters, socks. Not a whole lot for kids, but they do sometimes have patterns for kids. And... It's usually a designer will, when you click on something that you're interested in, the designer will usually tell a little story of how that, that design came to be, and then will give you the yarn requirements, the needle requirements, all different sizes. A lot of times the sizes go from teeny, teeny, tiny to really, really big, maybe from a size 30 up to a 56. Mm-hmm. So there's usually a really good range of sizes you know, for all different shapes of people. And then once you pick out the pattern you're interested in, you have the choice of printing out just the essentials, or you can print out uh, everything, including the photos that are attached. And you can hook it up to your Ravelry page. So it's uh, it also has, besides patterns, it has articles, which I'll be honest, I don't read the articles. I just go for the patterns. But they have articles on uh, different knitting techniques and a lot that has to do with spinning. Mm. So if you're looking for another resource for patterns, uh, check out knitty.com. I have a question. <clears throat> okay. What is spinning? Spinning is when you take the raw fiber and you put it on a spinning wheel and it turns into yarn. Oh, oh, so like Rapunzel kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, except it's something I'm not I'm not interested in, but a lot of people like to go to fiber festivals mm-hmm. and they buy raw fleeces from the sheep mm-hmm. and then they send it out to be processed. And then they get the fiber, and they spin it, and then they knit a sweater. Why would I think you they do call all it like, that? Are you Amish they, or something? They, they like the idea of going sheep to sweater. Okay. Or if, of you having, like, if you're like my friend Jackie, she's amazing. She had a, a conventional spinning wheel, like the Rapunzel type of spinning wheel, but she bought a new one um, a couple years ago. And she buys the fleece, but she also, there's a different, there's so many variety of different fleece, you know, from different types of animals, alpaca and llama mm-hmm. and, 
and she mixes it with handmade paper and also I mean the stuff that she makes is absolutely unbelievable I mean mm. the the things that she mixes the police with um, it some of the fiber that um, I saw just before I, I left Tucson that she was doing was just really, really incredible. So it allows fiber artists, Vicki, to actually, you know, have more input on what their fiber... Because, you know, Jackie doesn't always knit with it. Then she felts it, and then she makes it into something totally different. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole other thing is, you know, the needle felting. So Wow. That, those are people who have a lot of free time. <laughs> no, actually, she doesn't have a lot of free time, but she loves spinning. <laughs> wow, wow. I, I, don't, I can't see that. <laughs> Moving on, I know what spinning is now. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have anything else, Susan? I have one. You know, if you're going to talk about crafts, then the name that is synonymous with crafts is Martha Stewart. I mean, you can't yes. mention the word craft without mentioning Martha. Um and Martha has an app in the App Store that's called Martha Stewart Craft Studio. It's $4.99. It's an iPad-only app. You do have to have iOS 5.0 or later, It and it also offers um, in-app purchases. So just be aware of that um, if you um, purchase this app. And... What this allows you to do is basically, um, it's, it's, it's in conjunction with Snapfish. And you can send things to Snapfish and have them printed out. But you can select, you can select a heart shape, a square, a vertical, or horizontal. And they basically print out 5x7 to 5.5. So you think of scrapbooking, but Martha style. She gives you some um, basic types of packages to start off with. And then in the packages, there are cutouts. There's, like, virtual glitter. You can add a photograph. Um, and it's pretty easily laid out. I mean, you, there's a camera, so that, of course, means add um, a photo. And say, for instance, you know, she has an everyday type of, it's called everyday, there's different themes. And so you can select your background paper, you can add different elements, you can add different cutouts, you can write on it, you can add text, you can add different types of stamps. Um, so, you know, some of the ones that she offers for free for the $4.99, I think, is everyday, um, birthday party, doily lace, which is not my favorite, nature, which I think is good. But then she has um, added ones, and every theme that you want will give you like 50 stickers and stamps, 30 stamps, 30 papers, punches, corner punches, glitter colors, and those are $1.99. So that's where it can add up. So she's come out with a new one just in the past week. She had an update, and that's Best in Show, which is um, pet-related. Uh, Bundle of Joy, which is, you know, for babies. She had a couple of um, ones come out for Valentine's Day. It is an updated app, so you're always going to get an update on this app, which is really nice. She has, you know, vintage Christmas and holiday and, of course, some Halloween ones and then, you know, vacation ones and summer, spring, and then she has an elegant celebration. So if you buy every one of them at two bucks a pop, it can get expensive, but I think somebody that likes to do, for people that like to do scrapbooking, um, you know, I suppose that's probably not, you know, a lot. You know, it, it just, I guess it depends on, um, depends on how much you like to add photos and, you know, create pages. I, I love the nature one. And 
you can see so basically um, you can print it out so that's really nice it does um, offer air printing or you can send it to Snapfish and it will upload it to Snapfish and you can pay you know Snapfish to print it out and have it sent to you so you can have a flat card you can have a photo print or you can have a folded card and if you do want to print it out with Snapfish you will have to um, sign up for a free account for that so a nice app in Martha style of course you know and everything all the pages that you make are saved in your library and you can make them as simple or as complex as you want that is one nice thing with Martha's stuff is that you there is a degree um, of a lot of creativity and complexity so it's a very nice app I've, I've had it uh, I just wish um, some of the newer themes I liked a little bit better but it's not bad so, I haven't seen it ever go on sale. So, four ninety nine iPad only. Yeah, I downloaded it a few months ago. I just haven't played with it yet. I did, because um, I'm I'm into trees. This is a call out for you, Nemo. I, um, <laughs> ne I John told Mike that he said Suze always talks about green. We get it. She likes trees. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. It's very green here, John, okay? But the nature one I really like because I had, um, I was sending uh, something to my grandmother, and of course she's a, a nature fiend too, and so I basically, um, some of the stamps are of leaves, so it was really actually very pretty and very muted, very nice. I think it did a nice job, and I air printed it. So, um, yeah, I think it just requires, a, you have to be in the right mood, I think, to do something like that. That, for At least I do. Well, Vicki, I hope that Suze and I gave you enough uh, choices. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna. I I I know a little bit about knitting to know that I'm not good at it. Crocheting is probably something that I will probably do because it's it's a little easier to me, in my opinion. Yeah. And I'm gonna try with some gloves and maybe some baby headbands or something. Or you could make a blanket. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. take long at all in crochet. Yeah, really yeah. doesn't. Yep. So, Vicky, since you didn't want to talk about crafts, you have something else you'd like to talk about? Oh, I thought you guys had forgotten we, about no, that. No, we <laughs> didn't. We didn't forget. <laughs> okay, so um, I just thought maybe I'd do a little tip. <clears throat> and I know you guys all know about the OSX recovery petition that's on all of the new, um, the latest version of uh, Mac OS uh, on Mountain Line. And that's uh, um, the alternative to having these CDs that you have to have to recover from certain things, such as um, uh, to, uh, to um, reinstall Mac OS or even to do a restore of your system after you have to rebuild it from Time Machine. Um, one of the things that I have issues with sometimes is my family members forgetting what their passwords are. Fortunately for me, on my computer, I have root access and I can do whatever I need to do. They don't know anything about root or anything. The easiest thing for you to do is to reset it using the recovery petition. So what you would do is you would have to reboot um, into the recovery petition by rebooting machine and you hold down the command and R. Uh, you have to do that before the Apple logo appears. And once that happens, you you up the screen to show um, uh, a, a menu, and then you will be able to choose from that menu the terminal 
from the utilities menu. And I don't get too excited because all you do in that terminal is type reset password. And um, then you up pops another screen where you choose your system dish, which is your Mac OS hard disk or whatever that user account is. is. And you select that user account, a screen until it pop up and you will be able to type in a new password, save button, and restart the computer. Simple. It's something that my sisters can do and, they, and they're not that tech savvy and they get very um, uncomfortable when I start talking about rebooting the machine or some kind of, it's just maybe five steps and you're done. Getting your password reset and um, you're ready to go. Other things that you can do is also uh, you, you have access to disk utility and you can do some disk repairs on your system disk if that, or, or run checks on it. To, and it also allows you to uh, recover. If they found something that's unrecoverable, it'll log on to the Apple servers and download the, the OS or whatever it needs to recover from, your, um, from that fault. And you're back and running. Um, it, this is the new way of doing things. No more this. Everything's via the internet. That's my tip. So Vicki, when you reset your password, you don't, you don't lose your account. Everything stays the same, except now you just have a different password. Exactly. You don't lose anything. Yeah. Yeah. Simple. Uh, you can also do this from terminal. If you are the uh, user, just pseudo. I don't want to get into pseudo because people don't even know what that means. Uh, but as, as the root or administrator of the system, you can change anybody's password. Um, so, um, but my sisters don't, would not know how to do that and they probably will mess something up. So I, I think this is the easiest way to do it. <laughs> Yeah, you can just do screen sharing with them and do it for them. Uh, we live too close together. and they, it, You mentioned screen sharing and their eyes are so Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> so like me and crabs. <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have an aunt in Florida. When I say that, she's just like, what's that? I'm like, forget it. Forget yeah, it. Yeah. Forget it. <laughs> I generally just log on to their computer and do stuff. But this I can't do by logging in, remotely logging into the computer. I'd actually be there. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Well, I know we've gone a little long, but we just had so much to share. And it look, I mean, we, we converted Vicky. Yeah. 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 I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Yay. <laughs> so if you have any suggestions, dear listeners of websites that you really like that involve crafting, please let us know. You can talk to us on Facebook, on Twitter, or you can email us. And all the contact information is at three dick. Three geekyladies.com, the number three spelled out. So we'd love to hear what you think. And check out some of these websites and let us know what you think. And uh, I'd like to say thanks for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. People like me. Ekusiezen, putan, igiten, dugo gaz etagai, zaletu zen. Garek, asko, gustio, deskagotu, ita, iskasiko, horungo, astian. He would smear his gums with peanut butter. Odia, guanfiag, elbit, 
Akabat Masa temps in idiomes disconeguts Aexi que nomes dare final I adieu Thanks for downloading this podcast <laughs> Come on guy get a grip Maybe she really likes fish Oh please This is what it's like when you put it all together Why don't you start us off <laughs>